podcast. I swear to God, I'll fucking kill you. I don't give a shit. I don't give a single shit. So this is this is the theme song of the podcast. Uh, my friend DP Snacks made this theme song, and um, so far I have always talked over it. Uh, so I'm not sure anybody's ever actually heard the theme song, but it's actually pretty good. And uh, people seem to like it. Hey, welcome to World's Hottest Goss. Can uh, we take a moment but, to just listen to the theme song you wanna, again? Yeah. You actually want to listen to the I wanna theme song? I want to listen to it. Yeah, I want to listen to it in silence with, okay. without you. Who do you think I... This is audacity. Who do you think I am? There it is. Well, there goes us listening to the theme song with the fan, no distractions. The fan fell over. My cat knocks the fan over. It's a pretty hot day. It's a pretty good theme song, though, right? Yeah. Hey, welcome to World's Hottest Goss. It's a podcast that's a magazine. That's, like, the main thing. The main thing is it's a podcast that's a magazine, and every episode is, like, a, a, uh, like a feature in the magazine. And so, like... So, like, if you listen to all of the episodes from, like, an entire month, it would be, like, a, a magazine. Oh, that's interesting. We were earlier just talking about, you know, before you hit record. Before about, I hit record. Well, what we do think. You wanna, do you want to bring that into it? Yeah. Well, we were discussing what the what the enemy of podcasts is. And now that you bring it up, I think the enemy of podcasts might be magazines. What? No. I, I said it was books earlier. Well, see, something that people have said to me, I have, sometimes I have told people about this podcast and they'll say like, oh yeah, podcasts and magazines, the two like deadest mediums. And I'm like, fuck you. Podcasts are dead? Suck my piss. <laughs> eat eat si- the inside of my shithole. Well, this is a good idea. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I was heavily influenced by magazines as a youth I read a lot of who wasn't. I read a lot of seventeen. Have and, have I read thirty or forty or seventy issues of Guitar World magazine? Yes. Do I know how to play the guitar <laughs> very well? No. Oh yeah, I was rubbing perfume samples all over my body. Hell yeah! What kind I, of perfumes? You know, I can't remember any names. They're probably stuff like. Oh, I think I try. I think I had obsession. For men? Uh, for women. For for teen girls. Wait, do they make up? I thought Obsession was specifically Calvin Klein Obsession for men. Well, I thought perf- that- perfume has no gender. I Look, I'm not saying that it does. I just didn't realize. I There might be an Obsession for women, but I did not realize if that's I, the case. I didn't I don't know. know. I don't know. I didn't I just, know. I just came up with the word first word that I could think of. I've uh, just always territorial. Uh, my <laughs> my dad. My dad used to like if it was a very special occasion, he would put on some obsession for men. Yeah, well, me and your dad smell the same. Okay, that's fair. Uh, you're probably not wrong. How does it make you feel? You honestly probably do smell very similar to my dad. If I'm being totally honest, my dad works in maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very hot day. <laughs> He's a dirty man. He's a pretty dirty man. 
but you smell right. like my dad on a special occasion. Uh, yeah, your dad. Lydia Manning occasion. is here, and I'm the <laughs> host. And what I've decided is that I'm not totally sure if I've ever 100% introduced my name officially on the show, and I think maybe I never will. Is oh. maybe part of it now. I've okay. decided. Would you like me to not say it? No, you can do whatever the hell you want. All right. I'm going to save it for a special occasion. Oh, just like obsession for yes, men. Just <laughs> um, so, uh, right, I do have a little bit of housekeeping. Apologies. Because uh, I, I, I have to do this. Um, I have been, I've gotten some advisors, some advice from some advisors, legal, uh, mostly legal advisors. And they have told me, that I have to make sure that everybody knows that when I said that I would uh, punch Ron DeSantis in his face till he died, that I, that was a joke, and I'm I have to make sure that I say that every time that I, every time that I say that I would definitely punch Ron DeSantis to death in his face, uh, I have to say that it's a joke. Okay. Will it? Does it help if I laugh? Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh. <laughs> So imagine, imagine that I have just told you that I would honestly, 100%, if Ron DeSantis was in this room, I would punch him in his face until he died. <laughs> and see, yeah. that's obviously a joke. Oh my God, you're so funny. See, that's obviously a joke. <laughs> what a silly thing to say. <laughs> okay, have you, did you watch Succession this? Uh, I've never seen it. Okay, no. there is a character in Succession that, um... Made me laugh a lot, and I don't know if it's if it was supposed to be funny, because <laughs> he was like he was sort of like supposed to be like sort of like an evil tech billionaire sort of character. Oh guy. yeah, those are the funniest guys. And he he said what the thing that made me laugh so much is he was like. He was like, so I there was there was this woman and just like just as the thing that you're not supposed to do, I sent her like some of my blood, just like just like <laughs> just like a half a liter brick of frozen of my blood, um, and then she didn't think it was funny, and so obviously then I had to do it again to prove that it was funny, um, and then you know I just I kept doing it and I can't I can't stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, there's there's something there. It Did- made me laugh so much, and I'm 100% not sure <laughs> if it was supposed to be, like, a silly moment in the show. Well, did he actually? I think he did. That's... I mean, it's not a reality show. Yeah, it- yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a real person. So this is fictional blood. Yeah, fictional blood sent to a fictional lady. Right, fictional blood sent to a fictional lady. Who was his communication, his head of communications Mm. for his company. As a real lady, I will go ahead and say I would not like receiving anyone's blood. Okay, but imagine like a a brick of frozen blood. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying that it's something that I would like to do. Right. Mostly because... (laughs) That's so much blood. Imagine That's, half a liter of your blood. It's, I am, and I'm about like, to pass repeatedly, out. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Disgusting. Do billionaires have more blood? I don't know. I guess they can just they can just get more whenever they want. So. I guess so. But if you're 
okay, it, then it becomes like a ship of Theseus situation, though, because if you're constantly transfusing in order to replenish your blood, is that your blood anymore? Eventually, you're sending her someone else's blood. I think if you bought it, it's yours. Oh. Is there like, not, like, genetic material in your blood? Well, yeah, there is. But, Wait, every time... But, like, you can own things with genetic material. Okay, that's... Okay, okay. So like, wait, <laughs> plants you can, and like animals. Yeah, I didn't want to get problematic with that take. I like, mean, my cats belong to me. Also, children. You own children. I do not own any children. Not you, but like Let's people. Very, people very own clear, children. Very clear listeners of the people world's have, People podcast. own their ch- children. Oh, kind of. They're, I could I could own some children on the basketball court. Well, but I mean, like, they, you don't say, like, these children who are genetically related to me. You say, these are these my children. These children who I own. These are my children. <laughs> yeah, you don't say, but, like, I live with these children and feed them. You say, these are my children. Like, that's, that's an interesting uh, dissection of the English language. Because you do say my in relation to things that you don't own at all because people are also like this is my friend i mean kind of you own do you own your friends yeah they belong to you in that their friendship belongs to you all right i think i think in that case you're not saying this is my person that i own this is but the friendship does belong to you okay okay whereas children (laughs) that's the whole person belongs to you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i so don't think it, i don't think that this is like edgy or problematic to say <laughs> no and if it is uh, it's just a joke that you'll apologize for true. on the next episode that's also true um i'm laughing and i i would absolutely <laughs> punch Ron DeSantis until he died and that's and that's a joke and that's a very funny joke. It's a super funny joke. I'm so sorry. I, I meant to laugh at it again, but I got distracted by your cat. was distracted. My yeah. cats are so distracting. Your cat is eating a box. My cats being distracting are like the third character of World's Hottest Goss. Yeah, and since the viewers can't see it, I have to explain the distraction. You do have to. You do have to let everybody know that my cats are being distracting. Once again. Okay. So, oh, the and the other piece of housekeeping is uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, last night in Chicago, uh, Taylor Swift was doing a show in Chicago. And while she was doing her show in Chicago and play and singing Taylor Swift songs, a bug flew in her mouth. What kind of bug? It was probably like a fly. Ooh. Isn't that, isn't that cool? I, it's kind of cool yeah it's kind of yucky it made her show like cool <laughs> did she cough a bunch i don't i don't know i wasn't there uh but also i i was looking at the i was looking briefly at the at the uh um um at the uh you know the thing where they write the words and then they are talking about a thing article i was looking at the article and i did mention her p- pianist and her pianist's name, Katerina Di Piano. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta play the piano if that's your last name. I wonder. I wonder if it's like a long-running family thing, or like her whole family—they all play the piano. They probably all try. Oh, and she's the only one who made it. Yeah, 
and even even she is just like playing backup for Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, that's still pretty dope. It's better than anything I've ever done. That's well, that's not true. That, you're on this podcast. Oh, you're right. I'm. <laughs> you're on this. You're on this. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to. Yeah, I wasn't trying to knock your podcast. Very good podcast um, that people actually really like. People if, actually really like it. One, there's one person who listens in Belgium. Is that? Do you fly to Belgium to listen? No. To which is the craziest thing. Hey, shout out to Belgium. Shout out to the one person in Belgium. I don't know what their deal is. Did you know they invented French fries? The Bel? The Bel? The, the Belgians? Belgian, the Belgianese? The Bel? The <laughs> Belgianadians? Bel- Belgiumites? Belgericans? Belgericans. <laughs> um, yeah, they invented French fries, and then the French just got all the credit. Do they call them French fries? I think they call them frites. Like put potato fries. Just un, like potato un fries. Frites. Un frites. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those languages where everything has a gender and that's complicated. Ooh, are wait, are are French fries men or women? I I think they're women, but I don't I, I mean I did get all A's in French, but I don't speak it. Oh yeah. And also, wait, do they speak French in Belgium? Belgium? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, sorry, one, your big fan in Belgium. Uh, we know, honestly don't care at all. I don't know anything about your nation don't except that you invented French fries, and that might not even be true. The only thing that Maybe. I know about Belgium <laughs> is uh, uh, that uh, the one guy Hercule Poirot is from there. And he the was detective. Yeah, he was the detective in Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yeah, yeah. And also the one on the Nile, the death on the Nile. He was detective in both of them. Hmm. And there were murders on both of those. Yeah. Hmm. He just kind of like shows up places and then murders happen. That's... And people aren't like weirdly suspicious of that. <laughs> and he always solves the case, and it's always like kind of surprising. But honestly. If you really look across a span of many, many stories, he shows up and then a murder happens after. And then he solves it. That's a pretty good gig. If I wasn't... I don't know if he makes money from it, though. He doesn't, like, work for the police. He just, like, hangs around and is like, I think he did it. <laughs> he, he does it for the exposure. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder how are there do you think there are a lot of detectives out there who do it for the exposure? I'm sure there are. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be like the open mic detectives. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of doing it for the exposure, <laughs> let's let's get into the real meat of today's episode. Uh uh oh, I guess I kind of have to say my name cuz it's like part of our I'll well, say it. I'll say okay. it. Okay. Uh Clancy Kramer Will you get into the real entree of this episode? Yeah, I don't so need me. me and Lydia uh, are kind of actually like long-term comedy partners. We've been doing we've been doing comedy together since what was it like seventy three? Yeah, thereabouts nineteen seventy three. And we we were actually we kind of uh, taught Richard Pryor a lot of what he knows. And uh, George Carlin, he he took a lot from us. Uh, we're kind of like we're we're like the secret backbone of comedy 
for a long time now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Roseanne Barr said we were her biggest influence. For for specifically the tweets that got her canceled. Oh, absolutely. Which, do we agree with her tweets? No. Do we agree that we were a huge influence? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We Were we doing punch-up on Roseanne for many years? Absolutely. For sure. We were back in the back room and we were saying, oh, you should... You should say uh, that you actually are very uncomfortable with what your husband's doing right now. And she would go, oh, that's so funny. You're right. I ass- That's like a thing that happened in that show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you, should, you should be like, Darlene, but like really draw out the oh, yeah. E sound. You, you really got to lean into like... Like, imagine you had a kid and you were yelling at them. Do it like that. But imagine you had a kid and you were yelling at them in a way that won't fully traumatize the neighbor kid if they happen to be over. Sure, sure, sure. Imagine, okay, so imagine, and these are the kind of conversations we would have with Roseanne all the time. And Roseanne, she was just nothing going on up there. Big Big old block of wood in her head. (laughs) (laughs) i was like um you you should like make a joke about like how high you set the bar and she didn't she didn't know what i was talking about absolutely did not get it she does not understand metaphors at all yeah i was like oh but like you have to make a joke about your name yeah because your your name's bar your name's bar your name's bar and that's not a name (laughs) that's a word what do a priest and a penguin walk into you obviously (laughs) priest and a penguin walk into the bar and then the priest says penguins don't belong in bars and that's the joke <laughs> I love that joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> That's a good joke. It's a classic. Roseanne refused to say stuff like that. Yeah, and just if she had told that joke like we recommended. Like we recommended. Just imagine how much she would be thriving right now. She would be crushing it right now. If she had tweeted uh, a priest and a penguin walk into a bar and the priest says penguins don't belong in bars instead of the thing about, you know, uh, I think it was Jewish people, people of the Jewish faith. I have faith. no idea. I think she said something along the lines of like Jewish people aren't very good. Oh, right, right, right. Because she was like a rabbi, a priest and a rabbi walk into yeah, a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the priest was like, rabbis don't belong. Yeah. Anywhere. In this country. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, I was like, no, it should be a penguin, really, It should obviously. be a flightless bird. Because-, because because penguins can't get offended. They are incapable of offense. You can say anything you want about a penguin. You can walk up to a penguin and say, hey, your mom uh, smoked crack and sucked my dick last night. And the penguin doesn't care. Yeah, they'll just tap dance they'll, away. They'll just keep happy feeding. <laughs> and so... So yeah, I mean we're we're obviously we're very good uh, and talented at comedy, uh, comics, and uh, in our own right, obviously as well. I mean, I obviously yeah, I, we both have our own solo careers yeah. going on. Uh, on. Louis's big break was when he opened for me on the road on my uh, "You Can't Say That on Television" tour, and uh, that was actually that was actually kind of the beginning of the end, if I'm being honest. Uh, because I I saw what he was doing backstage. 
I saw what he was doing. I saw him, uh, you know, grabbing my hair. He would grab my hair backstage. Wow, I wear the, a wig. I wore I wore a wig. The, sorry, I I should explain. I wore a wig at the time. It was uh, about 2002. I was wearing a wig because at the time I was like, I didn't want to like lean into full curls, but I I did want to be like a curly girl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I I had a big sleeping in braids phase. Yeah. So I yeah. get it. So I would wear a curly wig on stage, but then I would leave it backstage uh, before the show. And Louis would grab my hair and he would put it on and say, God, I wish I had hair. And I said, no, Louis, you're a bald guy. That's your thing. Yeah, but, you know, I do I do feel for him because he had to be a bald guy on stage and a bald guy off stage. You know, the worst thing in the world I'm just gonna. I'm gonna come out and say it. the worst thing in a in the world is being yourself on stage. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. I don't. All these fucking alt comics going on stage and just telling stories about their real life. Gross. Yeah. Make shit up like a real smart person. Idiot. Gross. Yeah. Like if I want to hear about your day job. I'll talk to you. Yeah, and I won't is the thing because I don't. Exactly. I don't, I don't care. You were. I know. I know. You work at a restaurant. We all do. I want to hear who else walks into that bar. Yes. Maybe. Okay. If you work at a bar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then I'm in. Then I'm in. Then I'm You're in. Right. If you say I work at a bar <laughs> and today uh, a a guy wearing a cat costume walked in, I'm listening. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm cat- listening. And you know what? That guy in a cat costume better be a priest. Better be a priest. They do belong in bars. They do belong in bars, famously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so did you want to talk about your solo career at all? Oh, uh, well, you know, the people are pretty familiar with my career. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I was in Mean Girls 4. Sure. As the kind of mean girl. Oh. Like, who makes comments like... Oh, you got a 90 on the quiz? I got a 92. And do I mean I also got a 90, or am I, like, one-upping them? And you said the whole thing. You said that whole thing. <laughs> I said the whole thing, yeah. Uh, that's and, my and famous And then the person line. you were talking to are, said, why are you referring to me in the third person right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm right here. Yeah, and that's Lindsay Lohan's iconic line right there. I'm right here. I set her up for it. So if you're currently rocking some booty shorts that say i'm right here uh you have me to thank for it because you also wrote that you were in you were in tina Fey's ear let's be honest yeah i'm kind of tina Fey's shoulder devil okay sometimes i'm like encouraging her to make like kind of naughty decisions like Ooh, what if you put hummus on your Pop-Tart? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the blackface thing in 30 Rock. <laughs> no. Um, I actually didn't have anything to do with that. Um, I was on <laughs> I was on vacation visiting my family in rural Indiana oh, man. when she came up with that. If my shoulder devil would go on vacation one of these days, <laughs> I'd be set up. I'd be set the hell up. <laughs> 
because that fucker is always in my ear saying like you should you should say some things about louis ck right now and like <laughs> and then you did who and then i and then i and then i do that hey, but you you took it to a good place talking about the whole curly girl thing that that was good stuff right there it was remember the remember how louis ck is bald that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny that you said that. So yeah, our listeners, they even even for you like plebes, you morons who don't know who we are. Basically pretty stupid people. Exactly. If you did not realize that we were uh basically comedy royalty. Yeah, if you've heard of Kramer and Manning, that is Clancy Kramer and Lydia Manning. Yeah. Those and- which I mean household name. Yeah. I think we can agree household names. Yeah, definitely. Kramer but and But you Manning. know what? Not everyone has a household. Every, But if you've watched TV in the last, I'll say it, 50 years, you've seen our names in the credits. Kramer and Manning. Punch-Up by Kramer and Manning. You know how they put Punch-Up in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I hate? Um, in streaming services, sometimes you don't get to watch the credits. You know, and you want to. And it, you, cut, it cuts right into the next episode, and then you never see. And then you're like, wait, who punched this up? Who did punch up on this? Who, who, did, who did the punch who up? Who did punch up on this? The answer is us. We and they're it. like, of course I want to watch the next episode, because this is a very well punched up this show. Is, honestly, the part where somebody was talking from off screen and said like a little quip uh, was the best part. It always is. It always is. Anyway, so this is basically sort of like we we are going on the road uh, t- doing a series of seminars. Uh, it'll probably be a pretty similar seminar every time. We're going to be taking some of our students with us, uh, some, of our, some of our very famous students. Uh, Jeremy Seinfeld will be there. Uh, Tom. You know, Tom. Sigquera. Sure. I was just thinking. And Alan. Everybody knows Alan. Alan. is <laughs> <laughs> a real promising kid. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll be going out on the road, and we just want to do like an introductory sort of seminar here. Or not seminar. I mean, wh- what do you call it if it's on a podcast? A seminar. Okay. A podcast seminar. A p- podinar? Pod- se- semicast? The word seminar is already perfect. Okay, it's a seminar. So this is sort of, this is sort of like the the Kramer and Manning seminar for uh, you know uh, very good comedy and also and also probably sex. we'll probably talk about sex a little bit because like you can't not you can't not you that's cannot, a, and we'll we'll cover that in the seminar uh, if you're doing comedy you gotta talk about sex and also uh, we're very good at it sex we are very good at we're it we're probably like we're probably like in the top five people at sex of all time, I would say. I've, you know, I've had sex with some of your favorite comedians, musicians, and actors. I mean, like, famously, Gary Busey, number one at sex. He's, like, the best at sex. Have you heard about this guy? I mean, I've used all my senses about this guy. Okay, okay, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So then you know he's, like, three inches but knows how to use it. That's actually the perfect number of inches for me. Three inches is actually for most people. For most people who receive inches, uh, three is the the most that is actually possible to receive. I mean, just move your cervix down. Yeah, 
push harder. We'll teach that in the seminar. We'll teach we'll that cover in it. the <laughs> seminar. But first, uh, so if you let's, don't have a cervix, uh, go buy one. Buy a new cervix. It's not hard. You can find them used at Play It Again Sports. Today, I bought a cervix and a ripstick. Wrote them both up <laughs> on the way to Clancy's place to record this podcast. Oh man! So let's 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 start with sort of the basics of comedy, right? When you when you're fr- you're you you just woke up this morning, you said to yourself, "I want to do comedy. I want to be a comedian." Yeah. If you think if you think that at a different time of the day, it's not your time. No. If you don't think it when if, you first wake up, if that's a middle of the day thought, then mm. that is a later. That is a later idea. Yeah. Middle... It's gotta be you. You wake up, eyes snap open, you look at the sun through your window. Uh, this only works if your uh window faces east. But you look at the sun, and you say to yourself, "I want to be a comedian. I want to do comedy." So what do you do next? Do you write? No. 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 <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> That's a l- common misconception. A lot of people are like, and uh, oh, I want to start doing comedy. What do they do? They go out, they buy a notebook. You know what movie is called The Notebook? Not a comedy. The Notebook. It's not and, a comedy. <laughs> how many times did you laugh watching The Notebook? I mean, a five? couple. A couple of times, a, a, a few times. I, there was a there was the part uh, near the end where they were both really old, and that was funny because uh, they were old. Yeah, and there was that part where the hot guy is like, "Date me, or I'll kill myself." That's and that's funny because <laughs> threatening to kill yourself is always funny. We'll get to that later. It's funny if you're hot. It's funny if you're hot because that's true for actually, a you know, lot of let's, things. Let's get to it now. Let's skip ahead a little yeah, bit. Skip let's ahead. skip ahead a few pages. We don't need to go in order. Here is let's let's start with funny if you're hot. Let's start with funny if you're hot because okay, that what? is what? a major important part of comedy. And let's be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a hottie. Yeah, you're such you're a hottie. A, you're a stone Ooh. cold hottie. Oh, look at you. You're a stone cold hottie with a rocking hog, and you know it. Yeah. So, how many boobs do you have? Like six, seven, at least. Wow. Gotta be an odd number. Mm. Gotta be an odd. <laughs> odd numbers are prettier. Anyway, um, odd numbers are boys, and even numbers are girls. <laughs> I think it's the other way around, actually. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about. I think odd numbers are girls for sure. Yeah, this is this is where okay. we uh, have close, our. This is our biggest difference. Really quick, really quick. Close your eyes. Think about a three. Uh, it's yellow and it's a boy. <laughs> it's it's a it's one of the male yellow Power Rangers. Um, he's Asian. They always sure. are. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I look. I wish that I had anything to do with the making of Power Rangers, but that's the one franchise I haven't punched up. Yeah. There's already enough punching in it. They don't need me. They have so many punches. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, things that are funny if you're hot, threatening to kill yourself, uh, talking about your clothes. Uh, talking about like being a weird looking guy. Oh, if yeah. If you're just like oh, an attractive God. guy. If you're like... <laughs> If you're like standard level of attractiveness and you say, oh, my God, I'm so funny looking. Oh, my God, I look so weird. Oh, it's so. People eat that shit it's up. It's so funny. People love it when you just say, I look gross and terrible. But then they look at you and they're like, I don't, I don't think you look gross and terrible. No, they don't. And that's funny. And see, the thing that the reason that it's funny is because they're like, no, nuh-uh. Exactly. But if you are like. 
if you're an uggo and you get on stage and you're like, I know what I look like. I look like none of you want to sleep with me. People are just like, what? what's this person doing telling the truth on stage? Weird. See, they say truth in comedy, uh, but they are wrong. Well, the thing... The thing is, there there is some truth in comedy, but it can't be your own truth. Sure, it's got to be it's got to be entirely different persons. That's why uh, I think step one of waking you wake up, you decide you want to do comedy. You don't write, you read. You read other people's words, and then you say other people's words, but in a different order. Yeah, in a different order. It's sort of like stealing. But is it really because words, everybody uses the same words unless you're making up new words, which... Or unless you speak Belgian or something. Yeah, which is not, let's be honest, also made up. None of those words are real. Whenever I hear someone speaking, it might be French, they might be speaking French in Belgium, but uh, whenever I'll be 100%. Whenever I hear someone speaking French... Those aren't words. Oh, no. You're just going... I don't don't really believe... Put your tongue back in your face. (laughs) Put your tongue away. Or put it in my face. That's that's true. There should be no in-between there. Oh, you know what else is funny if you're hot? Uh, Being a total creep to someone in the audience. Yes. Mm. Saying, That's one of my favorite things to do. Or, or you know what? If you're like, like incredibly traditionally sexy, like real pointy face, like your face is all angles. The pointier the face, just all the angles. It's the really fun to uh, act as if you are uh, of an entirely different uh, group of people. Like maybe act as if you like grew up in the hood, even though like everybody knows that you are like a a trust fund baby. I think that's the funniest thing you can do if you're hot. Uh, Yeah, it is very funny. Oh, hot people are so funny. I can't get enough of them. I look at them, I say, ha ha ha. And also, what if you licked me? What if you licked me right now? (laughs) It would be funny and sexy. It would be funny and sexy, which is the best pairing of things. It's funny, sexy, and then it is uh, chocolate and peanut butter. Ooh, see, I was just thinking sweet and salty, which, you know, is a similar vibe. Chocolate and peanut butter, yeah. sweet and salty. I'm smart. You're very... I, I'm smart, and I know things. You're very smart. You, you've you eaten before. I've eaten. I've <laughs> eaten before. Oh, man. And so, uh, yeah, step one, uh, read read other people's words say other people's words in a different order, flip them around. If someone said, like, I uh, talked to a cat this morning, say, like, a cat talked to me this morning. That's just what I was thinking. See? Pulled it straight out of your brain hole. I pulled it out of your brain hole. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so step one. Yeah, step one is read... And step one is also be hot. Be hot. Yeah, be hot and read. Be a be a hot person who reads. Be a hot person who hang reads. out in a cafe, crack a book, wait you know, for someone to hit on you, turn that into a joke. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I was at the, I was at a cafe reading. I was, I was today. reading at a cafe. Feminist literature, no big deal. And uh, and, and this, then some this fucking bitch. chick came up. You know what? That's actually better. Yeah. And then and then because this, this... chicks make you think of birds. Yeah. Birds, they're funny. And bitches make you think of dogs, and dogs everyone hates. Famously. Oh yeah, dogs absolutely suck. Anytime somebody sees a dog, I've never seen someone see a dog and not go, "Ugh, gross, disgusting, no more, <laughs> get him out of here, no thank you, a little less dog in here, please." All right. So any 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 of uh, my day job clients who are listening right now, uh, I don't agree with any of these dog things. But yeah, for for purposes of the podcast, uh, yeah, dogs, gross, oh, your, hate them. Is your day job have to do with dogs? My day job has to do with job with jobs. I was yeah. I was joking. That was that was all a joke. That was just like when I said I would punch Ron DeSantis to death. The thing is, people love dogs, but like talking about dogs, not funny. Who cares? Everybody knows. Wait, if you get a, like a a priest and a dog walk into a bar, people are they're just gonna be like, "Oh, cool! There's a dog in the bar." That, that's just normal. There's dogs in every bar. There's. You ever been to a bar without a dog? We should probably like live edit this, right? <laughs> the thing about dogs is that people just like them, and it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just charming, and dogs are cute. Sure. Um, but birds are hot. Birds, <laughs> birds, you want to fuck? <laughs> There's a crow outside right now. I looked him. Oh, he flew away. <laughs> Kaka. Okay, because like dogs, dogs got balls. Clo- uh, but Sometimes. on the other hand, crow, that's a cloaca, mm. and everybody wants a little bit of a cloaca. It's really cool when like everything comes out of one hole. Yes, it's not complicated. It's fun. It's weird that ours aren't like that. Yeah, it it is weird. Like, it's more fun if you just mix everything together yeah, and just, just let it out. One slop that you drop. <laughs> one slop and drop. Write that. One. Wait. Okay. I, I was about to tell you to write that down. But writing is, you know, it's very advanced. It's not step one no. of doing comedy. It's like step 30. I guess at a certain point we should get to step two. <laughs> We should get to step two. All right. Um, step two, I believe, is... Step one, read and be hot. Read and be hot. Step two is come up with a fun way to hold the microphone. Absolutely. And this is if you're specifically if you're doing stand-up comedy. Absolutely. Which is not the only type of comedy, but it's what stand-up comedians think is the only type of comedy. It. I mean, and if you're ever being totally honest, it's the only type of comedy. You know what I'm saying? I do know it's, what you're saying. It's the only type. But of also, comedy. I was in Mean Girls four, and that's a comedy. So yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. You but know, you what? gotta do, you gotta, you gotta do stand up before you can get into the fun stuff. If I'm being okay, I guess, I guess what I mean is not that it's the only type of comedy, but it is the purest type of comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like the only a like a lot of white people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's live edit that. I don't like. <laughs> and let's just say I say yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is pure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, well, stand-up comedy is like if you took like comedy and then you squeezed it into a comedy diamond, and then it and then it became and then it became stand-up comedy. The diamonds are standing up, and coals are not. 
<laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I told. I, yeah, <laughs> everything I say makes sense. I was just, I, I was listening to the words that you were saying, but mostly. I was looking at the way you were holding that microphone. Exactly. So there's a lot of different things you can do when you're holding the microphone. There's, uh, you can hold it at the very base, so it feels, so it looks like I don't even care about the microphone. Yeah. I don't even care, about, and the microphone can wiggle around, and you kind of like have to follow with your head. I like. And it's just like bouncing like a beach ball. Clancy and I, we each have our own, our own signature style of holding the mic and you know sometimes we mix it up a little sometimes sometimes you got to do the all the way around and do it like you're like a cool rapper on stage and you talk like this and you and you and then probably you can't even tell what's being said and it sounds like someone big is talking i like to hold the microphone right under my nose sure and then i like you can really hear me breathing when i do that and crowd goes crazy for it the crowd goes absolutely nutso bananas for it because there's nothing funnier than uh, being able to tell that someone is alive. It's hilarious. Like if someone, you notice, you notice, you notice. Because, well, when just, somebody is getting CPR, everybody is very serious. But as soon as that person coughs up whatever, like uh, like a uh, fish, chicken fried. A uh, shrimp bit, a shrimp popper that's stuck in their throat and it pops out. Everybody goes, "Oh yay!" And because it's funny. Because it's funny. Applause break. <laughs> Applause break for guy is alive. So you just want to let everybody know you're alive. Exactly. <laughs> Your mics don't smell terrible. That's because I put obsession for men on them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Maybe I was reading, um, different magazines that I thought Were you, I was, was it, obsession. was it the Jugs? Was it Jugs magazine? See, I thought it was 17, but, well, oh, it was 17, but 17, it's an odd number, and that's odd a boy. numbers are boys. Odd numbers and are boys. That's a boy. That's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, we should do step three, and that's pretty much all the steps of comedy, right? Yeah, it is. There's pretty much three steps of com- how to do comedy in three easy steps. That's what <laughs> I'll call this episode. Steps. I'll call it Cra- the Kramer and Manning method for very good comedy and also sex. How to do comedy in three easy steps. Ooh. And that'll be one. I love it because it kind of rhymes. Oh, yeah. Sex and steps. Sex steps. I, it, that, it, it always throws me off that those rhyme because I, <laughs> I've thought so many people after shows are like, you want to have steps with me? Yeah. And, and then you're like, okay, let's do the cha-cha slide right now. Yeah, I think we're going to get like one hop this time. a let's stair go. workout. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly, exactly. Get up on that climber. And then next thing I know, I'm getting up on that climber. You're getting up <laughs> on that climber. And, uh, you know, also good. Sex is also good. Sex is almost as good as dancing or stair climbing. Yeah, Sometimes <laughs> it depends. It depends who you're doing it with. But you know what? You never know if it's going to be good until you ask. Until you ask if they're going to be good. Yeah, at exactly. It. You say if somebody says, hey, I really like you. Would you like to have sex with me? You say, well, are you good at it? Yeah. Are you good at sex? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. And you don't say, are you good at sex? Um, you ask. Is it going to be good? Is because 
Am I going to have fun? Yeah. (laughs) Am I going to have a good time doing this? And the the honest answer is usually, eh, eh, take it or leave it. (laughs) And then probably would have been fine if I didn't. (laughs) You flip a coin. Sure. Um, or a frisbee if you don't have a coin. Sure. To decide or, whether you know, you're going to take it or leave or it. A, a soda Just can anything or you can flip. Pretty much anything that I can see in this room. A scented candle, my computer, soundboard. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> here. Um, so, you know, step one to having good sex. Flip that Just, coin. Well, step one is ask. Oh, yeah. Step, ask. step one, ask, is, is it going to be good? Is this going to be a good sex time? <laughs> And then they're going to say... And if they, if they don't give you a clear yes or no, then it's a coin flip. Well, the thing is, either they're going to be honest and say, hell yeah, I'm going to give you so much fuck that you're going to be like, I can't even walk anymore because of all this fuck. Right, and or, then you, you think... Oh, well, let's finish your thought. Or, <laughs> or they're going to be real wishy-washy, and they're going to say, eh, maybe... Maybe I don't know if I'm actually any good at this, which is the lie one. Yeah. The, the, the truth would is going to be I'm going to give you good fuck. The lie is always maybe I don't know if I'm actually very good at this. I never actually bothered to ask. Well, what you got to do when they're giving you this answer is really pay attention to what their eyebrows are doing. Okay. When they say it. If a, what are the good eyebrow things? Ooh, good eyebrows. As if the left one is raising just a little bit. Okay, the good eyebrow is the left one, yeah. is what I'm hearing. Yeah, if the left eyebrow goes up when they say it. But what about the right eyebrow? That's a lie. But, yeah, because uh, if, if, the, if it's right, it ain't. You're very good at moving your eyebrows independently. <laughs> I am. I can't do that. And I'm very good at... <laughs> if they're rapidly moving both eyebrows then up and you, down, oh man, you gotta do this. You oh, gotta... <laughs> oh, they're gonna rail with you within an inch of your life. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> if they got good eyebrow control, if they can control your eyebrows, imagine what else they can control. You, your eyebrows. <laughs> You ever just had your eyebrows controlled ooh, by another person ooh, from like the a little inside? <laughs> We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Just step three of good step comedy. three of doing um, comedy. Okay, should we say it? Let's say it in, in unison. unison. Yeah, let's say it right on, at the same time. On the count of five. Do we want to take that long to count? <laughs> I think we need to. Okay, five. <laughs> Four, Four, three, three, two, two one. Bring your friends to the, the car, sh- car wash. <laughs> Bring your friends to the car wash. Have you ever? Have you ever been at the car wash? Have you ever been at the car wash with your friends and watched the way that they freak their little beans at all the moving water? I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm <laughs> dying of laughter. I'm <laughs> I'm crying, but not in the way that I cry when I watch The Notebook. No, in like a laughing kind of way. Like, like I do when I'm at the car wash with my friends. <laughs> Cause okay, cause when you're in the car wash, 
Because <laughs> when you're in the car wash and you see the spinning brush, <laughs> the spinning brush, and it slaps your car, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're like, ooh, good thing my windows aren't open, <laughs> and you got those intrusive thoughts. Of exactly. Like, I what should... if I, what if I open my uh, freaking skylight right now? The water would pour and, in here because you don't you don't want to watch the inside of your car. It would be just like in a final destination. <laughs> I, which uh, Clancy Kramer and I punched up. We were we did do punch up. Uh, not to brag, but I wrote the one where uh, the guy is at the bottom of the pool and he got gets his inside sucked out through his butt through the pool filter. I wrote that one. <laughs> I wrote the one where the lady goes to the doctor and they're like, you have cancer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they kept that one. I hate to break it to you, Lydia. (laughs) Yeah, only because they were like... uh, That one's too good. It's just, we can't... <laughs> this needs to be its own movie because it's so funny. Yeah. And that and that and that scene turned into the movie This is 40 by Jeb Apatow. <laughs> Jeb Apatow, close personal friend of Jeb, ours. Honestly, Jeb Apatow, pretty good guy. Uh Jeb Apatow might be making a guest appearance on one of our seminars. It's entirely possible cuz he uh, not to brag, sort of one of our students. We taught him a lot. Uh, we went to the car wash with him. Sort, sort of a Roseanne Barr situation. Yeah. I was like, He hey. also does not like Jewish people. <laughs> <laughs> Jabat Patel. Oh, I actually didn't know that about Jabat Patel. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think he... Re- the thing about Jabat Patel is his movies are just too long. And so long. By the time he mentions anything about not yeah. liking Jewish people, yeah. I'm already funny asleep. people. The entire last forty five minutes was mostly Jewish people stuff. I'm sure it was. I didn't finish it. I mean, the movie continued playing while I slept, and then sure. I, and then I woke up just in time for the credits to see our names. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and honestly, if I'm being totally honest, I don't I don't want to toot our own horns very very hard. But we love Jewish people. I'll to- that is that what also. you were going to say? Well, that I well, let's add that as an addendum. I was going to say that we were the funny people from the title Funny People. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. We inspired that movie. Like, Adam, Adam Sandler was in there. Jo- Jonah Ray and, uh, you know, the other one. The Aubrey Plaza. Ab- Abby, Abby Plaza <laughs> was in there, obviously. Sank Rogan. All of the people were in there. They were all in there. They and they are funny people. They are funny people. Ari Plaza, honestly, top five funny people who I think might be a witch. Ooh, yeah. I uh, all the rest of them are Sarah Silverman. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna ask because she was the only one I could think of. It's like Sarah Silverman, one, two, three, four, and then Aubrey Plaza is number five. Because I was like, I know a lot of people who might be witches. Yeah, yeah, but. How many times have I taken him to the car wash? Never. Never. Truly never. Because they've got like, witches, okay. Uh, If you are a witch and you want to do comedy, you're going to have to give up one of those things. Uh, Or at least clean your car first. (laughs) Well, the thing about about witches is they they have a spell to clean their car. Yeah. You know what? I... 
I'm I'm painting with too broad of a brush stroke you shouldn't here. Generalize because about witches. You're right because there Although, are there are at least five funny witches, and four of them are Sarah and four Silverman. Of them are Sarah Silverman. And look, I'm not saying that Sarah Silverman and Amber Plaza are witches. I think they might be. They witches. might be. Uh, but if I'm being totally honest. I don't think witches are funny for the most part. It's because they clean their car with a spell. Most of the time. It's because they clean their car with a How do you, okay, how do you know humor if you've never been to car wash? You've never been to a car wash. If you've never seen a spinny brush. If you never thought, what if I open the windshield? The high sky white. Yeah, and then you can, you can go to other kinds of car washes. There's all kinds sure, of you because can go you to can the go one to, with you the can go to the bikini car wash bikini with car teenagers. Wash. Yes, exactly. Who, People you who used to find very sexy. People who are wearing bikinis and you look at their bodies and you feel no sexual inclination <laughs> because those are children. Those are children and you know that. And you can look at them and you say, this is a child cleaning my car and I'm so glad they're cleaning my car. But I also don't care that they're in a bikini right now. That's not the reason I'm here. It's because it's hot. It's, it's just because it's hot Not because outside. they're hot, yeah. It's because it's hot outside. Not because... Yeah. It's hot outside, and they want to pour water all over their young new bio, new bio bodies. And this is funny. And it's funny. It's funny. And it's funny. It's funny when uh, when someone you shouldn't find hot is wearing is dressed hot like... people clothes. Clancy, were you ever a part of a car wash? Were I you... was. Yeah. I was on a <laughs> dance team. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was in marching band, and we did a car wash Ooh, every year. Did. And- was, oh, we was there were, a lot of bikinis? Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember being like, I hope everyone thinks I'm hot. And you know what? And, I bet they did. I bet some of them did. I bet some of them did. <laughs> and it was probably a little bit weird for them. They probably saw you and they were like, I'm not really comfortable with how sexually attracted I am to this child right now. Yeah. We were, <laughs> we, we would like stand on the side of the road with a sign. And wave the sign. Waving. Like, yeah. Woo! Exactly. Come and watch us get water on our bodies while we touch Come your car. Come get your car wash. While we get as close to like touching your manhood as you can in public. Because <laughs> everybody knows the car is a stand-in for a penis. Exactly. Oh, and whatever your car looks like, that's exactly what your penis looks like. And mine is small and green. Yeah, mine's a Subaru. There you go. So lesbian. Exactly. <laughs> you have a lesbian penis. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> But, oh, boy, do I wish I had a cloaca. <laughs> and that is a Honda Element. <laughs> Honda Element is a genitals that does all the piss and shit all at once. And eggs. Or actually, you know, like, there, it is a also Subaru Outback. Not Outback. The Baja. Subaru Baja ah, yeah, yeah. is also a oh, cloaca. My dream car. Ugh. A little tiny bed. You can't actually fit anything in it, but it's there. You can fit a little tiny body in there. I'm, can... I'm referring to myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Car wash. So, uh, so yeah, basically, uh, if you if you want to do comedy, uh, be hot and be read. Uh, do the second thing that I cannot oh, remember. Well, I come up with a fun way to hold the microphone. Right, hold the microphone. Fun, good. Uh, oh, maybe I didn't mention this earlier, but what if you did it like like the holding the lantern style, like an old man holding a lantern? <laughs> ah. 
I'm an old man holding a lantern. But I'm also hot. <laughs> I'm a hot old man. And then obviously the third thing is uh, go to car wash Take with your, your friends. friends. To the car wash. Go, go to car wash with your friends. Uh, look look at them while they look at your car being washed, and uh, you're master of comedy now. And if you're not going to the car wash, at least once a week. <laughs> You're not serious about the craft. And your car is gross and dirty. Disgusting. And what do we just say? Car is penis. Gross penis dirty. Mm. Gross dirty penis. If yeah. you have, if you don't go to car wash, gross dirty penis. How if about that? If you don't get a car wash, gross dirty penis. And we'll be, uh, we'll be selling that, <laughs> those t-shirts. t-shirts that say, if you don't go to car wash, gross, gross dirty, dirty penis. penis. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got those designs in the works. They're, I mean, they are they're already. We'll be on the road with them. We'll be selling them after the seminars. Uh, we're also going to be selling uh, pins that say Louis C.K. You're a bald man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're going to be selling shorts that say Cloaca on the front. Sure. And on the back, it says, uh, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we got to drop that reference. <laughs> Cloaca, I'm right here shorts. The <laughs> Louis C.K., you're a bald man. <laughs> <laughs> and the, if you don't go to Car Wash, gross, dirty penis t-shirts, obviously. We'll also be selling copies of our book. Obviously. Read and be hot. Read and be hot. And uh, people are actually really confused by that book because they buy it thinking that once they read it, they'll know how to be sexually attractive. But then you when gotta they get be into hot. it, they're like, this is, this, is a, this is a book about how to do comedy. Yeah, well, the thing is, you should be hot before you buy the book. Obviously. And we can't help you do that. No. No, who are we? The Your parents? Uh, who are we? The frigging, uh, those uh, gay guys from the TV? <laughs> Will and Grace? Yes. Grace. Who are we, Will and Grace? <laughs> Those gay guys from the TV? <laughs> Famous gay couple, Will and Grace? <laughs> We're not. We're not. Although, Although, watch all the way to the end of the credits and maybe you'll see some familiar names. <laughs> oh, man. And obviously, we should probably talk about sex a little bit officially on the record. Oh, on the record. On the record. For sure. Uh, I mean, we we did a little. You ever try the thing with the thumb? You ever try the thumb thing? Oh, dude, I'm I'm uh, I'm seeing someone right now who's uh, real good with his thumb. Real into the thumb thing. Real good with his thumb. So I mean, like, try the thumb thing. That's can, that's my can, that's uh that's put him up. Kramer's sex tip of the day. <laughs> he can he can put him down. <laughs> he can do the uh, take a hike. Oh, a yeah. hitchhike, oh. <laughs> which is where you go hiking with Will Smith. Do a little bit of a, I'd like to hitch a ride on that. Mm. I love it. And like we're saying, we're, what are we hitching a ride on? A car. A car, obviously. Get in that car, go to the car wash, uh, clean the penis, lick the penis. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> This has been a pretty good podcast show, episode, seminar. and uh, But if you want to really get good at comedy, come to our live seminar. And I just want to reiterate, reiterate 
as much as I can once again when I talked about how I would like to punch Ron DeSantis <laughs> in his face until he was dead. Oh my God. That was a joke. That was a joke. And you can tell because Lydia's laughing at it and thinks it's funny that it was, a, and I was joking. I wouldn't actually do that because that would be such a silly, silly thing to do. Um, oh, what if you did that out of car wash? <laughs> God. Oh, my God. What if, okay, what if you were in a car wash and you stuck Ron DeSantis out of uh, the the skylight and then the big spinny brush came and decapitated it? <laughs> what if, <laughs> what if the big spinny brush <laughs> was an underage human? <laughs> Okay, okay, what if you were at a car wash with the bikini girls and the bikini girls came up and they were all punching him and there was like 30 bikini girls punching him and then he and then he died to death. And then he died to death. That would be funny. And not that would be sexy. A funny joke. Not, no, I would not. And not? I and I would not have a boner from that even a little bit if a bunch of uh, uh, girls who were probably like 16 or 17 in bikinis were punching around Ron DeSantis to death. I would not find that sexually attractive. I would find it funny because it's a funny joke. And I would not find that sexy either. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, this is this is sort of the end of the podcast. And what happens at the end of the podcast is uh, we don't really do plugs ever since the incident. Uh, oh, but good. like, if you if you were gonna plug something, would you would you have anything that you would want to plug if you were gonna plug something? Yeah, if I were going to uh, plug something, I would let everyone know that I am a contender for this year's Ally of the Year. Uh, there's gonna be an Ally of the Year pageant on June twenty first, and. If you've listened to this podcast, you can tell Such Lydia Manning, amazing ally. ally. Love the queers. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I am notoriously not one. Straight as a straight as uh, the day is straight. <laughs> exactly. Cuz everybody knows daytime is for straight people and nighttime is for gay people. And that's the truth if I ever heard it. And that's why I go to sleep as soon as the sun goes down. And obviously, uh, I'm on my, I'm currently on my uh, big tour. Uh, the I'm sorry that I let Louis C.K. open for me tour. Um, and who do you have opening for you? Who do tour? I have opening for me? Uh, Crystalia. Ooh, I love that queer man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm actually gonna, I'm, I'm actually gonna live edit that. I'm actually gonna live edit that. Okay, live edit it. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I have opening for me? Uh, 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 Jerry Seinfeld. Love that queer man. <laughs> I'm not going to live edit that. Nope, is... no live edits. Jeremy Seinfeld is opening for me on, on, on my tour uh, called I'm Sorry I Let Louis C.K. Open for Me Tour. Uh, I'm going to be in Alabama mostly. Uh, I'm going to do pretty much the whole state of Alabama, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Classic. Pay attention um, to the eyebrows. I'm going to be hitting up all the, all the car washes in Alabama. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much, uh, I got nothing else to say about that. Um, uh, oh, 
the the last thing that happens on the podcast is I say my classic catchphrase by a classic sign off phrase that everybody sort of recognizes and loves by now. I'm so excited. And then, but then right after I say my classic sign off phrase, you have to say a sign off phrase. So I'm gonna vamp for a second to let you sort of like know figure out uh, what your sign-off phrase is going to be and just like give me a little eyebrow wiggle when you're ready. Uh, thank you so much for listening to World Star Hog Cock. It's a pretty good it's a pretty good podcast that's a magazine and everybody loves it so much and every time they hear it they're like, "Oh my god, that's so good." And it made me it made me enjoy when the podcast was happening. I liked that and I'm and I'm still vamping because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was your catchphrase. I'm, oh no, this isn't my catchphrase. <laughs> I was like, this is a really good catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> the cat? No, this is just me. Okay, here we go. And uh, thank you so much. And pour hot tea all over your uh, legs and feet. I can eat twelve popsicles with my eyes open. <laughs>